Welcome to episode 253 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast for you Seinfeld fans. This is the show about nothing? We'll call it the hangry app episode. The hangry episode because no, no. Adrian don't hasn't point, eaten yet. Don't point any fingers. I, I was, thought, yo, here's the guy that intermittent fasting. It's all about intermittent fasting. Oh, I'm intermittent fasting today. Oh, no. And now it's 11. It's 12.05. And he's like, I haven't eaten anything. I Let's make this quick. Yeah. I'm not. Well, you knew we one, were doing not, the podcast not, today. I'm not intermittent fasting. I just wasn't hungry at breakfast time. All I had was a black coffee. Now I'm hungry. Well, that's my it's breakfast noon. every day. So deal with it. For half an hour, you can, you're not going to wither away. Might do you some good. No, I feel like I've already lost weight because I haven't drank for 10 days. I've had nothing to drink for 10 days. Alcohol. Can you see him? He's shaking. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I was on meds, right? Like my, I felt like I had gut issues ever since I got back from Mexico and just never quite got rid of it. And I have tendon issues. So I was on these meds for a week, which I finished on. Sucks getting old, eh? Finished on Friday, Thursday night. Robbie, enjoy it while you can. Friday morning. Anyways, sometime around then. And one of them was a drug they give to alcoholics. Because if you drink on it, you will throw up. It's not like you shouldn't drink with this medication because it makes it less effective. It's don't drink on this medication because you will f- throw up profusely. So uh, it was you know, easy enough you to convince even, me. You haven't even tried? No, <laughs> I have no interest. Now I'd, I'd be, I'm in the clear I'd be putting today. it to the test. I'd be like, well, let's just see what a shot of Jack Daniels will do. Oh, God. I'm, I'm in the clear now. But I actually, honestly, I, I'm going to continue for a few days. It wasn't hepatitis or anything that you contracted down there, was it? No. Did you do all that testing? No. Uh, maybe you should. Well, I don't think it, there was no signs, like no symptoms that would cause alarm for that. So it was just mm. gut issues. Sure. Anyways, I'm all done them now. Yeah, and now I'm going back for a tetanus shot because I stood on a nail, which actually I think it was you maybe. You didn't stand on a nail. You accidentally stepped on it. Can you... someone explain to me what the hell the difference is? From standing on a nail to stepping on a nail. If you don't know the difference between step and stand, maybe we should get you a dictionary. I was, I, for a brief moment, was standing on a nail and it was in my foot. But I think it was maybe not a nail or two nails or um, a large. You don't know what it staple. is? Didn't you pull it out of your foot? No, I kept walking. You kept walking with the nail in your foot? No, no, it was in a board. The board this gets on more the confusing by the moment. Anyways, I didn't even look at it. Alicia said, well, why wouldn't you take a picture of it or something? Anyways. Was there a hole in your foot? Yeah. Oh, wow. Two. Two holes. Yeah. Just little, small punctures, but, you know, right. sore. Punctures aren't fun. Right. Anyways. Um, so I was actually out with clients whose house we recently sold really quick. It's conditionally sold right now, and they're doing some of the conditions satisfying some of them, hopefully in the next couple of days. But that relates back to our conversation. This particular house, who the owners I was out with, sold in 24 hours. So we it was conditional or is conditional. Maybe by the time I publish this, it's firm, hopefully. Um, we canceled the open house on the weekend because, you know, we had a high level of confidence in the agent that I know closely and 
you know, they weren't keen on doing the open houses anyway. So they said, no, let's stop the open houses. So we canceled them the day before. They were removed off the board, but people had obviously seen it. So today's discussion is surrounding people who went to this open house expecting to go see the house because they waited to see the open house instead of going to see it sooner. Can you say open house a few more times? And they were uh, sadly uh, uh, let down, down, disappointed to find out that the open house had been canceled. They got at least three phone calls. There was at least two people that showed up at the house. was still available. They were waiting to go. They were waiting to go and see it. Right. You know, I don't know what their degree of interest was. But we sold it right out from under them. Sold it right out from under them. And uh, and then well, the, you you got to give them a break in the current market. It's unusual. What are the odds? Yes, but it does happen. It happens still Obviously. more frequently than you would think with unique properties. Yeah, you know if you're if you see a house come up and there's a dozen of them available. If you, open if you're that serious about happen. buying a home. Don't wait for the open house. No, and that's probably the case with these people. Like one specifically, I, I spoke with at length, and they were. They said, oh, you know, we're not ready to make a decision quickly. We were just really hoping to see it because I proposed another property that was similar. And they're like, nah, no, nah, it's not a big deal. But you never know. But the point is. So. Go, don't yeah, we wait. got the point. So there's <laughs> two things that are happening to me. In, in my opinion, there are two things that are happening in the real estate market at the moment. You have a segment that is really picking up steam. And I won't even break it down as a segment. The nicer homes that are presented well and priced properly, which is an extremely difficult thing to do in the current market, they're actually selling real quick right now. Especially if they have unique characteristics that are hard to replicate. Right. Or when comparing to other properties in that same price point, yeah. just stand out compared to their competition. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of overpriced stuff in the market. Tons. So that's the other part of the equation is you've got overpriced properties and people selling to cut costs. Yeah. So you've got like a mix of everything happening in the market right now. Yeah. But the good sign is there's a little bit of a swing into that seller's market again. Ever so slightly. And I think that's going to now pick up steam quite a bit heading into October. Well, this time of year, we generally expect middle to end of September to start to see some more activity. People settle into the school year. Yep. And that's what I've been telling people, that it's, you know, we're anticipating that. It wouldn't surprise me. Next week. School so starts. Like, no, next week we're into the... When oh, this you airs, mean when this airs. Into, yeah. yeah, we're recording this a little bit in we, advance. I, you know, putting the dates up there mean nothing. I literally can't so see the board from put here. Put it in your notepad. Well, I really don't I'm care. I'm going to get them fucking sticky notes. I'm not, so hide, I'm not trying to hide that we pre-record these. This is so, not live. No, but it's relevant to the times because if we're talking about... Well, we don't know what the market's going to be like when this airs. So we, this is... We a, know historically <laughs> every fucking year for the last 13 no, years no, no. that we've been doing this. The last, I would say the last three years have proven those stats to be unpredictable. Well, maybe in and 2020, still, but la- the last two years were still the same. School... 
any time in our history when a school season starts at normal time. Yeah. Right after Labor Day, you give it a couple of weeks as a breather. And then all of a sudden, people are starting to prepare their homes. They're going to call us and say, oh, we're, we want to list our home in like three days. Yeah. I'm like, oh, couldn't have called us back in July so we right. can be properly prepared for you. Um, the question is, will the buyers be there? Yes. Oh, there you have it. The buyers Talking are here. Drop. And I'm right. saying here because we're in the future. We're in the future. <laughs> Future telling. Uh, the buyers will be less, but will be there and will be very active because at this point, if if you've been pre-approved for a mortgage, you understand what costs are involved. And I think the general consensus is this is the worst it's going to get. If it gets no, I don't any think worse. So. I think people think the rates are going to keep going up one or, more, one or two more times. Fine. So it's going to go up, what, another half a percent? Maybe. Right. If you can afford the current mortgage rates, you can afford that extra half a percent. Well, and most people are anticipating that in a year's time, they'll be coming down. It'll come down a half so a percent. So most people, I would think, and maybe a mortgage broker or mortgage agent who's listening can chime in and give us their opinion uh, or ex- firsthand experience. I believe most people are probably locking in short-term fixed rates, uh, anticipating that in 12 to 24 months, they'll refinance at a better rate. Which leads me to believe that that is incorrect. Because if everybody is doing it, when it comes to mortgages, if you pay attention, mm-hmm. when everybody is saying, oh yeah, go variable for five years. Yeah, those are all the people that are fucked right now. Oh, no, fix, you know, lock that shit in for 25 years if you can, whatever. Don't you find it weird that in the States? Many other parts of the country. It's just a 25 year mortgage and you're paying that shit for 25 years. It's not a five year mortgage amortized over that period. Anyways, whatever. Um, I have a funny suspicion. That if everybody right now is going for a two or three year uh, mortgage, whatever it is, whether it's fixed or variable, that something in the economy or through government or through real estate as a whole is going to fuck that up. Or that aligns nicely with you know our, our predictions from the previous podcast, last week's podcast. That in, you know, uh, 12 to 24 months, we'll start to see things improving. And at the same time, many of these new mortgages that have been locking in over the last year for a short period of time will be in a position to say, hey, do we want to move now? Rates are coming down after all. If Maybe were, now is a good time to move. If you were renewing your mortgage right now, what I would am. you do? Or are you? It's due in November. Yeah. Okay. Well, well you better get working on that because the amount of paperwork you need to submit. Yeah. Uh, Have you finished your uh, continuing education for your no. real estate license? No, I logged in the other day. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I have a month. Realtors have to take these courses every two years. They're online. They're not that complicated, but you have oh, to. No. You know, this first you've done yours? <laughs> yeah, mine are all done. 
I put I should have taken put, your put the headphones on and it's just like click click click. They make it harder now though because you actually have to watch the videos. You can't put it in the window behind the window. Yeah. You don't have to be at yeah. the forefront. Yeah. Anyways, you really should do them. Yeah, I will. Um. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I I don't know. I I think what I'll do. Have you started the process yet? Which process of refinancing? No. Are you just going to, like, are you going to do anything creative or are you just going to get a mortgage to satisfy the one that's being, I coming to an end? Just satisfy it. I think. What I did with mine. Yeah. What do you, I've, I don't know. I'm sure what you have in mind. I, I've said, I'm just curious as to what you're doing. No, no. I'm not sure what you, when you say creative, like what specifically. Like, oh, like, are you pulling any more money out oh, for I any see. other no, purpose? No. Are you thinking of changing lenders? Are you thinking of taking a longer term to shorten your or lower your monthly payment? Because your monthly payment is going to go up based on. What, well, not really because what, mine's the variable anyways. So oh, I'm, I see. I'm somewhat aligned with what did, it will be. Did you increase your payment to offset the extra interest? I've always paid a couple hundred bucks extra. So like my, um, the term slips my mind. Amortization schedule? No. There's a term. What's the term when your interest rate hits the rate where you're no longer paying principal? Um, I kind of think of We term. talked about it just a couple podcasts ago. Anyways, my trigger rate, rate, trigger rate, my trigger rate's over 8%. Right. Because I've been paying a couple hundred bucks biweekly extra I for f- however many years. Right. Um, anyways, no, just satisfy the existing mortgage, not taking out money. Right. We do have projects around the house we're going to work on, though. I'm Such gonna build, as? I'm going to build a vanity for the powder room, and we're going to do the powder room. It's a small room. It's kind of a fun room. I always say powder rooms go yeah. nuts. Yeah. Like, it's a fun room. It's, I've you, redone my powder you, room four times since I've lived there, which is 13 years now. Even if you go fancy with stuff, like, it's small quantities. Like, you want to do fancy tile, do fancy tile. Because it's... Right. What is that? 20, 15 square feet? Like, it's not well, a lot of... Every powder room's different. Sure. But in the average powder room houses a... Mine is vanity and a toilet. Yeah, mine is three by nine, just shy of three and nine feet. Okay, so, so you're twenty. We'll call it twenty-five square feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do a little feature wall. I'm going to build my vanity. That's one thing I'm looking forward to. I'm going to build it, and then replace the toilet. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, and a feature <laughs> feature wall. And I want to go to um, the antiques market in. Um, Aberfoyle. Aberfoyle. And just look for quirky little things. Like what are the door handles for the vanity or something to hang are on the wall? Are you going to be a designer? Yeah. I see. <coughs> Except, Excuse me. does that coincide with the decor in the rest of your house? Like you're going to have some fucking antique no, no, yeah, no. shit in you your powder have to, room and then the rest of it is you modern. Have to, and, you have to tie it together. Yeah. It always has to be. Why don't, why don't you work on replacing your ugly backsplash in your kitchen? Well, the kitchen's a bigger project because it's not just the backsplash. Then we're doing the whole kitchen. Why can't you just do the backsplash? Well, we could, but you, you may you as know well what? at that you, point You paint. are like so many of our sellers that you're going to end up doing all that stuff by the when you're preparing to sell it. No. In the meanwhile, you're just going to say, oh, yeah, well, we can't do that until we do that. No, no. To do the backsplash, you've got to paint the cabinets. No, you don't have to. You may as well. Why? I don't know. 
Well, they are outdated now, so you might want to. Yeah. But what's the big deal? And get wet paint to come over and paint them. Why can't I paint? I have a sprayer. Oh, fuck. That's why things don't get done, because you just like the thing. I don't know. Jen is. Oh, no. Jen is gone. But Tiffany can vouch for it. You were going to build the the rack here at the office for Storage the solution. Uh, uh, floor stands. Our welcome mats. And the floor stands. Oh, and the floor stands. Oh, yeah, I'm going to build something. You said that three years ago. Subconsciously, I knew we were going to relocate. And right. it would, yeah, so it worked out. Well, we're still going to need it for the new place. Well, I'll build it for the new place. Custom to the space that um, it's Tiffany, to. we're going to hire somebody to build it. That's the easier. So here's a tip for every homeowner out there. And, and we're talking like, this is off topic, just you and I talking, but. I wish I was given this advice in my first home. Hire people to do things. You always come back, oh, but it's a cost. Oh, but people can't afford it. No, no, it. it's not a cost. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So for me, per- personally, I, there's things I really enjoy. Right. And I may not even enjoy doing it. Like, I've done a lot of stuff. Like, I've replaced all our bathroom fans recently, and there was three, including the laundry room on the second level, I had to go in the attic for, and that's not fun. But if but there's, satisfying. you know, like so many people, well, one of my recent sales, I went to the property to do some handyman work and it made a big difference in the house. And the seller's like, wow, should have done that before or whatever. Well, why didn't you just pick up the phone and call somebody that could do it for you? Right. There's so many people that I talk to that they own homes. Oh yeah. Well, we hate this wall. We wish it was that. Well, just hire somebody to come and do it. Don't wait. Well, I would just argue that it's a cost and people don't have, uh, we're living in. I knew that was going to be your argument. Well, and that's a fact. People, affordability is an issue across. Sure. Right now at this moment, but that has been traditionally what happens. And then people end up doing it when they sell the house. Yeah. But I do agree. Don't get to enjoy the change or the improvement. Yeah. I do agree. One, there's a return on investment. Then you're just throwing money away. If you do it properly. And then you sell your house a few years later, you, you'll get money back from that investment. But also, I think it's important to really enjoy the space where you live. So it's nice to finish your day at work and go home somewhere that you can just sit down and say, ah, oh, I'm happy. Even I've recently set up some of my purchaser clients to get proper design consultations on furniture, furniture placement even some purchasing assistance. Mm-hmm. So because after we staged their property, mm-hmm. they're like, wow, it's so beautiful. I wish I wish our next home could look like this, or I wish our home looked like this while we were living in it. I said, well, that's why you get a designer to come in. And a lot of people don't know that it's very cost effective Especially to have someone even charge. Like I, the Bergsmas, I hired Sarah Bergsma to help with some of my stuff at home. When I finished my basement, there was no furniture down there, and I had her come in and look at the space and look at the colors. And she picked out a rug and a table and a couch and a media console and helped me put a package together. Whereas for some people, that's overwhelming. Like to kind of figure everything out sure. and make sure it works. 
And I don't think, I can't remember what she charged, but, you know, most of the stuff I got from her, actually, all of it. Yeah. So in that case, that was, you know, the incentive for her too. Well, and even simple things, like I've been thinking, as you know, I had um, my garage floor. Epoxy. Epoxied with the uh, polyaspartic coating. And it looks great, except the walls are still all drywall with plaster. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about painting the garage. I've been thinking about it, and it's been on my mind for now two years. It's just a bit of project because you got to pull everything out. That's the thing, but I'm biting the bullet, and I'm just hiring Heidi to go in and paint it, move what, pull whatever away from the walls, and deal with the aftermath, but... A painted garage versus one that has That's just way nicer drywall and yeah. patches everywhere. Maybe I'll do that too. Maybe you, I'll send Heidi. No, over no, to I, see that, I'd enjoy that. Actually, one thing I your hate, garage is going to be a pain in the ass to paint because you got stuff all over the walls. You got your hanging things. You got your cabinets. Yeah, I have to paint around all of that. Maybe one thing I do hate is you should painting. focus on our business that helps you make more money. Well, then why do you think nothing gets done? Because that's my priority. Right. Which is why you need to hot exactly back to my point. No, but Thank I'm you. My, I'm right. End of podcast. No, because on my time off, I. What time off? The, little. But I. Little get time satis- off. Spend with your little kids. Well, they can help. I get satisfaction out of it. Okay. Fine. Whatever. I'm getting better at balancing that, by the way. Like when I'm at work, I'm a, you're just a bad I'm delegator. More productive. No, no, no. I, I enjoy it. There's things I will delegate, but uh, yeah. that's one thing that I've taken a very conscious effort towards improving. Is time spent at work is very productive. Time spent at home is very productive. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I got to say. Don't wait well, for the open house. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Be productive. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, nice chatting with you. See you next week. Ciao. Well, it wasn't exactly about nothing. We had a great conversation. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought. And of course, leave us a uh, a thumbs up and subscribe.